The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The Hollywood Radio Theater. Bobby Driscoll and Catherine Beaumont in Peter Pan with John Carradine. Ladies and gentlemen, your producer, Mr. Irving Cummings. Greetings from Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight I want you to go with me to Never Never Land. Because we're going to tell you one of the most enchanting stories of all time, Peter Pan. Peter Pan was created by the great playwright, James M. Barrett. It was our own Walt Disney who brought Peter and his charming little friends to the screens for everyone to enjoy. And as our stars from the original cast, we have those two talented youngsters, Bobby Driscoll and Catherine Beaumont. We also will present John Carradine, a fine actor, whom I had the pleasure of directing in one of his first pictures. Now, Peter Pan, starring Bobby Driscoll as Peter and Catherine Beaumont as Wendy, with John Carradine as Captain Hook. Your last night in the nursery. Yes, and you too, Nana. 
Out you go. Out, out, I say. Oh, dear. You really think it's a good There will be no more dogs for nurse maids in this house. Come along, Nana. We have a very comfortable dog house in the garden, and there you will stay. Goodbye, Nana. Poor Nana. Poor Nana. Poor Nana, indeed. What about poor father? Yes, poor Nana. Don't look at me like that. It's nothing personal. It's just an... Well, you're not really a nurse at all, you know. You're... You're well... You're a dog. And my children are not puppies. They're people. And sooner or later, people have to grow up. There now. Keep well, Nana. See you in the morning. A few moments later, Mr. and Mrs. Darling were on their way to their party. George, do you think the children will be safe up there without Nana? Safe? Of course they'll be safe. But Wendy said something about a shadow. No, what shadow? Peter Pan's. Wendy says she found his shadow. Oh, Peter Pan. Peter Pan? You don't say. Good gracious, whatever shall we do? That's it. Sound the alarm. Call Scotland Yard. Oh, Mary, of all the impossible fiddle paddles, Peter Pan in Now, had Mr. Darling turned to look, he would have seen two visitors there in the moonlight, high on the roof. One of them looks very much like a boy. The image is only natural since he is a boy. None other than Peter Pan. But he'd have had to look more closely to see his companion. A very tiny companion, no larger than, well, the Gephina. For she's a pixie. A very pretty, saucy little pixie. Her name is Tinkerbell. Now, Tinkerbell never talks, never says a word. She has a special language, all her own, and it sounds something like this. But I told you, Tink, we had to fly down here to find my shadow. And just as soon as we find it, we'll fly back to Never Never Land. Well, there's the window. You ready? Here we go. All right, Tink. Now search the room. You look there, and I'll look over here. Just help me find my shadow. It was Tinkerbell who found it, lying in the top drawer of the dresser, just where Wendy had left it. Well, all I have to do now is throw my shadow back on. Then we can go to... Girl, you're supposed to be asleep. But you woke me up. And you found your shadow. Oh, I do hope it isn't rumpled. You know, Peter, you look exactly the way I thought you would. Oh, a little taller, perhaps. But then, oh, Peter, what in the world are you trying to do? Well, I'm putting my shadow on, of course. With soap? Oh, you can't stick a shadow on with soap. It needs to be thrown on with needle and thread. You sure? Uh, well, no, but I think so. Now, I'll find my sewing beard and stick it on in no time. Of course, I knew it was your shadow the minute I saw it. And I said to myself, I said, I'll put it away for Peter Pan until he comes back. Oh, he's sure to come back, I said. And you did, didn't you, Peter? Oh. But what I don't understand is, it, Peter, how can I sew your shadow on if you keep flying around the room? Girls talk too much. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my name is Wendy. Wendy, Laura, and... Wendy's enough. Oh. Now, how did Nana get your shadow in the first place? She jumped at me the other night. Over there at the windowsill. But what were you doing on the windowsill? I came to listen to your stories, of course. My stories? Oh, they're all about you. That's why I like them. I taught the lost boys. The lost boys? Oh, I remember. They're your helpers. Oh, I'm so glad you came back. I might never have seen you. Why not? Because I have to grow up starting tomorrow. Grow up? But that means no more stories. Not even one. No, I won't have it. Come on. Come on? But where? Back where I come from. Never Neverland. Never Neverland? You'll never grow up there. Oh, Peter, it would be so wonderful. Oh, but what would Mother say? Mother? What's Mother? I you don't know what Mother is? Oh, mother's someone who, who loves you and cares for you and tells you stories. Good. And... Now come on to the window. And when I tell you, no, please no, don't. No, no, just a minute. I, I have to pack some clothes and even milk and... Oh, I'm so happy. I, I think I'll give you a kiss. Be quiet, Tinkerbell. What's a kiss? Well, a uh, uh, a kiss is. Oh, just stand still, and I'll show you. Oh, oh, what is it? It's in my hair. Oh, it's in my hair. Hank, Hank, now stop it. Oh, what in the world? Tinkerbell, I don't know what got into her. Well, all I was going to do was give you a. Oh, oh, I see. She certainly got mad about something. Dear, we've wakened my brothers. Okay, Pam. I'm Michael. And my name's John. How do you do? Oh, look, John. A firefly. Oh, no, Michael. Not a firefly. A pixie. <laughs> she says you're a big, ugly girl. Amazing. Say, 
Jim Pee Amazing. Well, come on, Wendy, let's go. Where are we going? To Never Never Land. Never Never Land? Louis Pete is taking us. Oh.
Now, there, for instance, is Fox Boy. He has the bushiest tail of a lot. And there's Rabbit Boy, Gus Boy, the Bear Twins. Well, anyway, there they are. And what a bunch of blockheads you've turned out to be. I bring your mother to tell you stories. And this is what I find you doing to her. But, gosh, she said she was a bird. A Wendy bird. A terrible, fierce Wendy bird. Kate said that. And, and she told us that you said for us to, to bust her up. Oh, I see. All right, Kate, come here. You're charged with high treason. Guilty or not guilty? Guilty, huh? Very well. I hereby banish you from Neverland forever. Oh, no, Peter. Not forever. Well, for a week, then. Come on, Wendy. I'll show you the island. Oh, well, I see the mummy's set. The mummy's lagoon. Who wants to see mermaids? Let's go hunting. All right, boys. Well, I show Wendy the mermaid lagoon. You take John and Michael and go and capture a few Indians. John, you can be the leader. I shall try to be worthy of my post, sir. Ready, Wilman. Ford, march. Lily. 
Back to the rowboat, milady. I told him all along you Indians would never betray Peter Pan. And just what do you think you are doing, Mr. Smee? Just what you told me, Captain. Carrying out orders. Get her back on that rock, you blithering idiot. And tie her up. Get her back there. Fine. Now you could make up your mind. Let her go. Put her back. Let her go. Oh, a man's a fool to go this way. I'll have to fool him again, Wendy. By the time I'm through with me, he won't even know his own name. Peter, 
I want you to tell him that I bear him no ill feeling. Oh, Pan has his faults, to be sure. And bringing that Wendy to the island, for instance. Dangerous business, that. Why, same rumor has it that already she has come between you and Peter. What's this? Yes, Miss Bell. Ah, then it is true. Let this be a lesson to you, Mr. Smee. Ah, the way of a man with a maid taking the best years of her life and then casting her aside like, like an old drop. It's a woman shine, that's what it is. Ah, but we mustn't judge Peter too harshly, my dear. It's that Wendy who's to blame. But we've no choice. We must save the lad from himself. A very good question, ma'am. But how indeed? You see, when the anchor come tomorrow, we sail away. That's it, Smitty. We'll Shanghai Wendy. Oh, bully, sir. Simply bully. Take her to sea with us. With Wendy gone, Peter will soon forget this mad infatuation. Me, we must go ashore at once. Surround Pan's home. Oh, but, Captain, we don't know where Pan lives. Great stop. He is a mind like a steel trap. What's that, my dear? You can tell. One enters the tree, climbs down below the ground, and ventures to a cave. Finger or a hook on Peter Pan. Eureka's me, we've found him at last. Listen to the little dear. She wants to go back to the island. <laughs> Miss Bell, you've been most helpful. But the only place you're going is. It's in this planter. A pretty little prison for a pretty little pixie. Come along, Speed. Peter Pan's me prisoner this night, or I'm not Captain Hook. Oh, oh a pirate's life is a wonderful life. I'll be over the sea. Give me a canoe with a buck and a life of a pirate for me. Oh, the life of a pirate for me. Corporal Sam Adler of the 2nd Armored Division had an idea that he could put his talent to work for the betterment of German-American relations. His background included two college degrees in music, and he knew that there were many musicians in the Army. So he organized the 7th Army Symphony Orchestra. It was a spare-time project that soon gained official notice, and the group made a total of 44 appearances in 43 days. New and difficult scores were learned almost overnight. German and American music was played at each concert. Everywhere the orchestra traveled, the audiences greeted it with amazement and wild applause. Here was a group, a cross-section of America, representing all races and creeds that brought together thousands of people on a common cultural and spiritual plane. There's no doubt that through the medium of music, Corporal Sam Adler made a substantial contribution to the improvement of German-American relations. Such acts as these by you and your friends today are shaping our world of tomorrow. Rises on Act Three of Peter Pan, starring Bobby Driscoll as Peter and Catherine Beaumont as Wendy, with John Carradine as Captain Hook and Bill Thompson as Smee. Well, it's now late at night. On one side of the island of Never Never Land, Captain Hook, Mrs. Smee, and the pirates sneak stealthily ashore toward Hangman's Tree and Peter Pan's home. The children have just returned there from the Indian and Captain. And Wendy's having a little difficulty getting her younger brothers to go to sleep. Now, I don't want to have to tell you again. Take off the war piece and feathers and get ready for bed. Really, Wendy. There are times when you try my patience. Now, me and him, Brave. Brave's no sleep. All for days without sleep. But, boys, we're going home in the morning. Home? The idea is ridiculous. Oh, Wendy, we don't want to go home. Well, you can't stay. You need a mother. We all do. Aren't you our mother, Wendy? Why, Michael, of course not. Surely you haven't forgotten our real mother. Did she have silky ears and wear a fur coat? Oh, no, Michael. That was Nana the dog. I think I had a mother once. You did, Tony? What would you like? 
I ain't a white rat. What? No, Mother. Now, if you'd all be quiet, I'd try to tell you what a mother is. Well, a mother, a real mother, is the most wonderful person in the world. She's the angel voice that bids you good night, kisses your cheeks, whispers, sleep tight. Tinkerbell, Tinkerbell, the little pixie, 
unknown to Captain Cook, Tinkerbell has escaped, and she's flown from the ship swiftly to Peter Pan. Oh, hi, Tink. Hey, I thought I'd banished you. Take a look at this box. Wendy left it for me. Give it to you? Now stop that. Let go of it. What's the matter with you? Bob? Captain Hook. Don't be silly. How could Captain Hook... Look, it's smoking. It is a bomb. Stand back, Tick. I'll throw it out of the cave. And so, after the worthy opponent, Mr. T, kindly remove your hat. Amen. <laughs> and now, Miss Wendy and gentlemen, which will it be? The pen or the plank? Captain Hook, my brothers and I will never join your crew. As you wish. All right, the pills right. Off the plank they go. You may start, Miss Wendy. Ladies first, you know. Good, goodbye, boy. Goodbye, goodbye Wendy. Be, be brave, won't you? I shall strive to, Wendy. <laughs> Walked the plank, did she not? Straight to the end, and then she jumped. Then where's the splash? A second, and then no splash. Not a sound. Not a blooming ripple. Well, go to the rail and look. Mm -hmm. And no splash. Here we are. She didn't make no splash. So you want the splash, Mr. Toppin? to the deck, sword in hand. First, he slashed the ropes that bound the lost boy together, and as they swarmed across the deck, passing the fire, Peter engaged the master fiend himself. Don't take it, For what you've done to Wendy and to her brother, to say nothing of the lost boys in Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell? She saved my life. That she is And she means more to me than anyone in the world. So take that, and that, and that. No mere boy, I think. The demon. Your steel will never touch me. You forget her. I can fly. They're flying, devil. They fly, coward. Coward? Me? You wouldn't dare engage me, man to man. You fly away like a cowardly sparrow. Nobody calls Tan a coward and lives. I'll fight you man to man, and with one hand behind my back. Cross your heart, you won't fly. No, no, it's a trick. I give you my word. Then let's have a hit. Insolent youth, prepare to die. Fly, Jesus, fly. You're no match for a grown man. No. Never. I gave my word. Never. Before or since has mortal man seen such a duel. They fought on the deck, they battled in the rigging, and they parried on the yard. And then, pressing his opponent to the rail, Pan at long last touched his steel to the scrawny throat of Captain Hook. Yeah! Uh, you wouldn't, lad. You wouldn't do in old Hook now, would you? I told you before. Say your prayers. Uh, I'll go away forever. And don't look for help from your crew. They've already deserted you. They left this ship in the longboat. Oh, it's a sad day for piracy and crime. Sad. Sad, boy. I'll do anything you say. Well, all right, then. I'll throw you on this one condition. If you say you're a codfish. Uh, I'm a codfish. Louder! I'm a codfish. <laughs> all right, Buck. You're free to go. And never return. You're right, you girl. I always had him with me iron hook. This is the end. I was a fool to cut you. And since you're a codfish, into the sea you go where you belong. The crocodile. No! Captain Hook, he was still blowing, hotly pursued over the horizon by a very happy crocodile. 
Cook's ship now belongs to Peter Pan. And the very first command from Captain Pan is directed at Peter Pan. Well, Tink, we're hoisting the anchor. I hereby order you to sprinkle this entire ship with pixie dust. We're flying down to London. Exactly what happened. Full sail to the wind. The ship sped down the Milky Way and over London town. It left two boys and one girl safely in their home on Bloomsbury Street. When their parents returned and went up the stairs to make sure their children were asleep. I'm so glad you changed your mind about Wendy. After all, George, she still is a child. Oh, sure, Mary. No, I never mean no things. Well, in the morning, we'll tell her she may. George! George, Wendy is not in her bed. Huh? Quickly, dear, turn off the lamp. Wendy, what on earth are you doing at the window? Asleep, dear, at the window. Oh, mother, we're back. Back? Yes, father, from Never Never Land. Never Never Land. Oh yes, but I am. Uh, am? Uh, ready to grow up, father. Oh, oh well, my dear. Oh, in good time. After all, perhaps we were a little hasty. Oh, but it was such a wonderful adventure. Why, we were even kidnapped tonight. Mm -hmm. And I knew Peter Pan would save us, and he did. And we all called him Sir Crosby. Huh? <laughs> oh, Captain Hook, I know. And then we sailed away on a ship in the sky. Hmm. Mary, I'm going to bed. Oh, Mother. He really is wonderful, isn't he? Look out the window. See how well he sails the ship. Now, dear, there's nothing out there in the sky except... George! George, look! Now what? There, against the moon. You know, Mary, I have the strangest feeling that I've seen that ship before, a long time ago, when I was a little boy. Yes, Wendy, dear, he really is wonderful. There's no better time to start. John Carradine, who played Captain Hutt. Mr. Carradine played my father, Mr. Darling. Of course, children. Mr. Carradine is very versatile. So we cast him as both Mr. Darling and Captain Hutt. John, tell Bobby and Kathy about your one-man show. Yes. It's called a Carousel of Famous Roles. I do scenes from Hamlet and Macbeth, Julius Caesar. Oh, we certainly want to see the show, Mr. Carradine. You know, I want to study Shakespeare, even if the best roles do go to the men. Oh, what an enchanting voice Tinkerbell has. Mr. Carradine, listen to that. It's the crocodile after you again. No, Kathy, that's just nearest watch. He's telling me it's time for us to leave. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. And have a wonderful trip. 
again, the holiday season is here. And may it be a joyous Christmas for you, knowing that at last our country is at peace, and may we continue to pray that the wonderful words spoken on the first Christmas day 2,000 years ago will prevail throughout the world, that they may truly be peace on earth, goodwill toward men. Tonight were Bill Thompson as Mr. Smee, Herb Butterfield as the narrator, Christopher Cook as John, Richard Beals as Michael, Mary Flynn as Mrs. Darling, Billy Bletcher as the Indian Chief, Michael Miller as Cubby, Stuffy Singer as Foxy, Earl Keane as Nana, and Chet Lincoln and Eddie Marr as the Pirates. is under the direction of Rudy Schrager. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.